1: Hi, everyone. I am here with CJ Woodling from Anaheim Calling, the SB Nation Network's uh, Anaheim Ducks blog. And we are going to preview tonight's Anaheim Ducks and Philadelphia Flyers game, which is being played tonight at 7 o'clock here in Philly. Um, CJ, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. Um Thank so you. All right. Let's just get right into it. So, um, one of the things that we learned... I think it was yesterday, um, the really sad news about Patrick Eves. Um, Yeah. So I wanted to start off with that. Um, He joined your team at the deadline last season and seemed to have a pretty immediate impact. Um, How do you think his health issues are going to affect the offensive depth that you guys have?
0: Well, you know, we've already gotten a little bit of taste of that uh, early going in the season. We've had quite a long list of injuries, but uh, Eves has only played uh, two games so far this season. He did have a goal in one of them, which was, uh, you know, really good to see. But, you know, it it definitely does take a lot of the firepower, especially out of our top six. You know, the Ducks, when healthy, have a very strong top six. Um, That bottom six, though, definitely has some issues there. Um, And, you know, that's been the Ducks' case, I think, for like a couple seasons now. So um, it's definitely a hit, Um, you know, to be completely honest. Our number one thought is making sure that he gets better. It's uh, It seems as if he's expected to make a full recovery. There's no timeline on his return, though. Um, and, you know, we're obviously not going to speculate on that until uh, we get more uh, solid news from the club. Um, but it, it it does take some of the wind out of our sails a little bit.
1: Well, it's actually excellent to hear that he's expected to make a full recovery. I think um, Guillaume-Berry syndrome is one of those diseases that nobody, you don't really know anything about that until someone in your life is affected by it. So um, exactly. it'll probably get some awareness out there about the disease, which is a, a positive side effect. And I'm glad mm-hmm. to know that he's expected to make a recovery because I actually wasn't sure um, how serious of a diagnosis this was. So that's really good news.
0: Yeah. It, uh, apparently they caught it very early and uh, you know, recovery can vary wildly from person to person. Um, so the statements seem to indicate a lot of optimism with this, so that's what we're hoping for, but we're just going to have to wait and see at this point.
1: Awesome. Good. Thank you. Um, So for me, when I think about the Ducks, um, I immediately think Corey Perry, Ryan left. (laughs) It's kind of hard not to. They've been your one-two punch for what seems like forever. Um, So I think, you know, obviously when they hit the ice, that's where the focus goes. Um, They're two super talented players and they're dangerous every time they hit the ice. Apart from those two guys, who would you say is somebody maybe under the radar that Flyers fans should keep an eye out for when they're watching the game tonight?
0: You know what? There's there's uh, really a, a couple people. Number one, um, John Gibson, our goaltender. And, you know, he's been talked about for a little while. So, you know, I wouldn't necessarily consider him to be under the radar. Uh, I would consider him to be underappreciated, really, by a lot of people. Um, right now, among starters with, I believe, at least three uh, games played, he is fourth overall in the league right now in save percentage. He's up there with an over 930 save percentage. He's the... Honestly, he's probably the reason why we have any points at all right now with our lack of uh, offensive firepower, as well as with missing um, a good portion of our blue line. So um, he's definitely somebody who's been keeping us in games and, um, you know, is really somebody to watch. It really looks like, at least so far early on in the season, he's taken the next step in his goal-attending development. Uh, The other person up front, though, is going to be Ricard Raquel. And, you know, as far as I've seen here, Raquel has been somebody who he's, you know, had 30-plus goal seasons over the last couple of years. But even then, still seems to fly under the radar among you know some of the more high-end goal scorers. And to be fair, he doesn't have a whole long list of accomplishments yet. We only have a couple of seasons of that. Um, but he's one of those players that's extremely fun to watch. And the reason I bring him up specifically for tonight is that based on some of the practices and morning skates that have been happening in the last couple of days, um, it's looking very likely that with Getzloff returning, Raquel could be reunited with Perry and Getzloff on the top line. And that top line right there, I maintain is one of the best complete three-person skater overall offensive lines in the NHL. Up there with Dallas and the Ben Sagan-Radulov line, you know, people like that. There's so much offensive firepower up there. Um, And with Raquel playing center to start the season with all the injuries, him moving back to the wing where he scored 30-plus goals on Getzloff and Perry's side there, um, you know, that could be a very dangerous combination, especially for tonight.
1: I'm actually glad you mentioned Raquel because he is one of my um, favorite kind of not very often mentioned but really solid and fun to watch players that I don't think gets us a ton of attention but he probably should because he is like you said very fun to watch so it'll be interesting if that line gets back together um, what we'll see from them. Um, Speaking of getting back together I did read online that it looks like Hampus is expected to be back in tonight. Um, yes, he is. One of my favorite hockey names, Hampus Lindholm. <laughs> um, are you expecting big things from him, or do you think he's going to ease in, or what are you thinking about there?
0: Um, well, uh, a lot of us were uh, concerned that he would was being rushed back, especially given uh, the fact that it seems like Getzloff and Ease were kind of rushed back from their original injuries. Um, but uh, it sounds like from a lot of Hampus's and uh, Carlisle's and Bob Murray's statements that. Um, really, they were just being careful. Um, they're being extra careful with him and that they are expecting him to get 20 plus minutes tonight, um, which is huge now that we have Fowler down possibly for several weeks, um, having him come back at this point where um, and you know, from a defensive standpoint, Lindholm is our best defenseman. Fowler gets all the the, the praise and the credit, but from a pure shutdown defensive game, there's nobody better on the Ducks than Hampus Lindholm. That's a fact, um, and so he's never been one to be flashy offensively. He's, you know, more than likely not going to score more than 15 goals a year. He may not even break 10 goals a year, um, but he's the guy that when he's on the ice, um, literally everybody around him gets better, um, from defensively to offensively as well. Great skater, great puck mover. Um, I think he'll have a good game that if he is indeed, you know, fully at 100%, which I expect him to be, um, he's going to be very tough to play against tonight.
1: Okay, that's good to know. So one thing, um, you guys are coming off a pretty big win against Montreal uh, last week. Six goals, I think you scored, right? Yeah. Um, Pretty big, but then you've been off since Friday, right? No games Mm -hmm. since then. Do you expect momentum to play a role in this game at all?
0: You know, I really don't. Um, ordinarily, I would for other seasons, but given how injured the Ducks have been, honestly, any sort of extended break right now is extremely welcomed. Um, the fact that um, we've had, we had, a, I think it was a five-day break, almost like a mini-bye week, yeah. um, last week before the Canadians game, and then that we've had several days off this time, um, I think has really helped to, you know, make sure that Hampus is ready, gets back, that Getzloff is ready, that he comes back. Um, you know, sure you're aware the Ducks play a very physical game, more so than a lot of other teams in the NHL. Um, so, you know, they're a team that can definitely get banged up. And any sort of extra rest, I think, is definitely going to be good for this team. And especially for John Gibson, who with Ryan Miller still down, he should be back any day now. Um, but he's been handling the workload. With the injuries on both offense and defense, Gibson has been way under fire. I believe he's faced the second most shots in the NHL to oh, wow. begin the season. Um, you know, having some sort of a break, I think, at this point with the duck status right now is probably going to be a good thing for them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think when a team's hurt, um, I think that, yeah, definitely the healing time is a bigger factor than any kind of momentum that you get from playing a bunch of games all mushed up together, no matter how good those games go. Um so I know we just played the Ducks not too long ago back when we opened up our season out on the West Coast. Um any flyers in particular stick out to you during that game? Anyone that you look forward to watching when they're playing? Um I'm
0: personally a big fan of Wayne Simmons. <laughs> I love him and uh, Us too. <laughs> I, I, as I told uh, <laughs> and so here's the thing though, uh, as I told uh Charlie last time we we did this uh interview um, he reminds me a lot of Corey Perry, and I am sorry to anybody I offend oh, <laughs> on that thing. Um, you know, I think Perry's got a little bit more of the, uh, the nastier reputation, mm-hmm. um, but Simmons, you know, is known for that, that big power forward who's extremely good, one of the best in the league at just planting himself in front of the net, especially on the power play, creating havoc in the crease, has great hands to be able to clean up any garbage that, you know, comes up in front of the net. Just a great overall player and can definitely get in your face and hold his own. And, you know, if he really needs to throw a couple punches there. So, um, you know, in that sense, he reminds me a lot of him. And as a fan of a known agitator, um, you know, it is, a, uh, um, you know, I, I really do enjoy watching Wayne Simmons night in and night out. Um, and also uh, on that, I'm, I'm also very glad to see that Giroux is getting, uh, um, uh, seems to have turned it around a little bit. Oh, I know yeah. he's had a rough, you know, um, recent going lately, some of his play, but to see him start the season out hot, um, you know, it, it is really encouraging because I've always really respected him as a player.
1: Yeah, last season uh, was a rough one for him and for us as Flyers fans. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he was coming off a really major surgery and didn't really get a chance to heal. And last season for the Flyers as a whole was, I'm just kind of thinking of it as a lost season. Everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong. They weren't getting any kind of puck luck. Everyone was hurt. Things were bad. The goaltending was bad. Everything was, it, so I'm, I'm kind of trying to think of that as the aberration and not the rule, um, you know, when players like Claude Giroux, guys that have higher profile, you know, even guys like Perry gets left, when the guys whose names you know are doing well, I think it's good for the game. It's good for everybody. makes the games more fun to watch. So, yeah, it's great to see Claude Giroux turning things around. Um, okay, one last question for you. So last game, we had a pretty tight one, 3-2 to two in overtime. The Flyers took it there. Um, what are you expecting tonight? Something different? Do you think it'll still be close? Or do you think it's going to be a bit more wide open?
0: I would expect it to be um, more close. I I, I think, you know, honestly, the fact that the Ducks even got into overtime, to be completely the Ducks had no business going into overtime on that one. They were pretty much outplayed by Philadelphia for the entire uh, time. And the only reason they made it was John Gibson making some amazing saves. Um, so with Gibson still being there and with Hampus coming back as well as especially with Getzloff coming back into the lineup, hopefully at 100%, um, you know, I would expect this game to be a lot closer in terms of play, Mm -hmm. um, than it was last time. I think, you know, they got outplayed last time, even though the score was there. In terms of play, shots, you know, possession, things like that, um, I would expect this game to be uh, definitely a lot closer, especially with the Ducks, you know, riding high off of that, you know, six-goal performance from, from from Montreal. I think they're going to remember that, realize that, hey, you know what, when we want to, we can score. We've got a couple of our best guys back now. Um, so I, I think this is going to be a very tight game, especially with Philadelphia having a good start
1: to their season. Yeah, you know, I, I'm i curious to see what happens tonight, because the Flyers uh, have lost Andrew McDonald for four to six weeks, and as a result of that, uh, the defensive pairings are being uh, kind of juggled up a little bit. Um, so I think there's going to be an adjustment period there for these guys with their new pairings. Um, and also we've got some injuries on the front that are leading to the lines being a little mixed up. Um, so I... am actually regrettably going to have to call this one i'm gonna say four two in favor of the ducks tonight. Um, I wouldn't hate that, yeah, I know you <laughs> wouldn't I'm not gonna love it, but i'm I'm just a little of I'm course. a little worried that after they've been playing really well um and really fun, but I'm thinking that this bit of juggling that has to happen um is gonna require an adjustment period, and I think tonight's gonna be the start of that adjustment, so we'll see what happens, but uh yeah.
0: It definitely could, and the Ducks have been going through that, you know, chuckling lines constantly with all their injuries, so we know exactly how it is. So, you know, very often there's that adjustment period when trying to get some chemistry between the guys, guys who haven't seen a whole lot of each other on the ice. Um, it'll be interesting to watch.
1: For sure. All right, everyone, so thank you very much, CJ, for joining me to preview tonight's game against the Ducks, which airs at 7 p.m on NBC Sports Network Philly here in Philly. It'll be on 97.5 The Fanatic on the radio. Uh, CJ, tell the folks where they can find you on social media.
0: They can find me on Twitter, um, at CJ Woodling. Um, and as always as well, if you ever need any sort of the uh, Ducks news on Twitter as well, at Anaheim Calling there, I'm the one who mostly controls that Twitter account too. So, oh, nice. Um, if you're in for some snarky Ducks tweets, <laughs> go there, that's going to be your one-stop shop.
1: We love snark at Broad Street Hockey. That is kind of like the currency Perfect. that we trade in. So, <laughs> all right, CJ, thank you so much and uh, go thank Flyers. You so much.
0: Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain or, I don't know,